And good day to all those who are joining us by way of the live stream. I'm so glad that you could participate in some way today. I'm so glad that we could all be together. I'm going to, with your indulgence, give you a little preview into the gospel for this evening and tomorrow. You're very familiar with the parable of the talents. The master gives three servants the talents. Um, to one he give, to one he gives ten, to another he gives five, to another he gives one, right? You know the story. The two, first two, the one who has ten and the one who has five, they both invest it, right? And the one who has one, he, he buries it. He buries it out of fear, right? He buries it out of fear. Now, here's the condemning line in that gospel. It's not about investing at all. It's really about knowing the Lord, knowing the Master. What happens in this parable when the Master returns and the two give back the investment with the earnings, having doubled it? The third man says, I knew you. I knew you to be a hard man who reaps where he doesn't sow. I knew you to be a hard man. And the master says, so you knew me? There's no evidence in that claim whatsoever. After all, this master, this Lord, had actually freely given over, handed over his wealth, his money, in trust to these servants. Hey, listen, they could have absconded, right? There was no GPS in those days. Right? These guys could have found themselves hidden and made a fortune for themselves. So actually, this Lord, this Master, had an enormous amount of trust in these his servants. And we see that when they hand over the return. What does he say? He says, come, share your Master's joy. Everything about him seems to be magnanimous. Everything about him seems to be trusting and giving and sharing. And yet this third one says, I knew you to be a hard master, a tough guy. Well, guess what, buddy? You are sadly mistaken. And the sad thing is, he let his preconceived notions, his prejudice, and his fear direct his actions whereas the first two the first two without saying so they really did know the master they knew his heart and they knew his mind because they knew what he would have wanted to do and they immediately the the text tells us not a few days later but one simultaneous action he takes off on his journey and they go and invest the money immediately They didn't say anything about knowing, but they knew. You see, this parable is all about knowing the Lord. By contrast, this beautiful gospel which we just heard proclaimed to us today gives us an insight into the heart of God. We are invited in a very intimate way into a very intimate conversation. At that time, Jesus explained 
I give you praise, Lord, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. I give you praise, Lord, Father of heaven and earth. You and I are invited to eavesdrop, you might say, to listen in on a very personal conversation. You and I are invited to listen in on this very personal conversation to hear this divine mystery of love. The love of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all intertwined. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by the Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son. And anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Jesus invites us in to that mystery of divine love. And friends, that is the depth of the mystery of the sacred heart of Jesus. The mystery of the sacred heart of Jesus is that the Lord draws us in. He draws us into his heart. He draws us to the center of who he is. And in, in, in drawing us to his heart, he draws us into this great mystery of divine love. Come to me, he says. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus draws us in, and his drawing in invites us into that rest, to rest in his love. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. You will find rest, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When Jesus invites us to take up his yoke, he's saying, I want to carry your burdens with you. Don't feel you have to worry them by, carry them by yourselves. Don't feel that you have to be afraid, like that third servant. Don't feel like you have the weight of the, sho- the world on your shoulders, for I want to carry it with you. I want to carry it with you. Indeed, the Lord Jesus comes among us to invite us close to his heart to heal our wounds. You know, in the recent encyclical, Pope Francis speaks about the Good Samaritan. And he says, every one of us, every one of us will encounter sooner or later someone in need. And he says, will we bend down to touch and heal the wounds of one another? Well, that's exactly what Jesus has done, isn't it? Jesus came among us. He bent down. He bent down low. Though he was in the form of God, he did not deem equality with God something to be grasped. But rather he emptied himself to come among us. He bent down low to heal our wounds and the wounds of the world. And as he rose from the dead and ascended into heaven, he bore the wounds of the crucifixion in his own hands and his feet and his side. He bent down to heal our wounds and he brings the wounds of the world with him to heaven. 
by his wounds you and I are healed. And so, in this conversation, the Lord invites us today, on this, as we have this feast day, this, this celebration of the sacred heart of Jesus, this congress. I'm so fortunate to have entered into a place, into a diocese, where this devotion is so strong, and where you are so steadfast in holding this Congress every year and enthroning the sacred hearts of Jesus and Mary in your own home. I'm, it's just such a blessing for me to be part of something so alive, so filled with faith. So let's hear today as we gather and contemplate the sacred heart Let's hear his words spoken individually to each one of us. Come to me. Come to me, all you who are labor and who are burdened, and I will give you rest. <laughs> 